I learned that being codependent can be needing to focus all of your energy onto something or someone. And I did that. Everything was the kids and my husband and their mom and, you know, the situation and how they were being raised and what we needed to do for them. And that just consumed my whole life. Welcome to Step Struggles. I'm your host, Brooke, and I'll be discussing common issues we face in blended families. All too often, step-parents feel alone while navigating the tough times. My goal is to shine a light on these topics and perhaps provide a fresh perspective to those who are needing one. Let's discuss this week's struggle. Happy Friday! I hope everybody is having a good week. We have been... I feel just so hectic. I've been working and coaching and all the kids are here. Um, Today I met my mom and my stepdaughter at the mall and my mom wanted to buy her a few outfits before she went back to school. It's going to be her first year in high school and also her first year without a uniform. So my mom just thought it would be special to take her shopping and get her a few things, which made me really happy and it was really nice to get out and do that. And, um, aside from that, last week we went camping. That was really great. There were so many mosquitoes, but everybody had a good time aside from sleeping in a tent with a toddler and three other kids. Everything was really good. It was really fun. The weather was great. We could have a fire and the kids played. So that was good. And then I took my stepson to iFly If you don't know what that is, it's like indoor skydiving kind of. You go into a little chamber and the air pressure keeps you afloat and there's somebody in there with you to guide you around. So that was really fun. Just he and I did that. And then on Friday, my husband took my stepdaughter for a whitewater rafting day. And again, these were presents from my parents for the kids for their birthdays. And so it was just me and the three boys. We went to our favorite little theme park and spent a couple hours there. And then, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. On the weekend, we celebrated my stepson's birthday. Finally, he's his birthday is in June, but we call it their Alberta birthdays. We celebrate both of their birthdays on the 7th. My stepson on the 7th of July, my stepdaughter on the 7th of August, because their birthdays are in June and September, and so we never get to spend their actual birthday with them. So they get to have Alberta birthdays. So we did that, and it was really nice, and we're actually doing my stepdaughter's this Saturday, because all of a sudden there was no time left. The weekends were coming to an end, so we realized that we had to kind of cram them in this year because it's just been so wild. We haven't really stopped. So we're going to do my stepdaughter's birthday this weekend. And then next Wednesday, they are on a plane back to their mom. So I can't believe it's already here. I hate this point of the summer because it's just so emotional and I just hate them leaving. But I know some of you are probably laughing at me because transition day is for some people really exciting but when it's going to be so long it can be really difficult but anyways I'm not going to do this again so this weekend yeah we're going to do that we're going to take the kids to see the minions tomorrow night and go to Eastside Mario's which is my stepdaughter's favorite and my four-year-old has never been to a movie before so we let him pick the movie 
we're going to take him and then the baby's going to spend the night with his grandparents. So everybody will be happy tomorrow night, which would be tonight for you. It's Friday. I'm doing this so last minute. I again, it's just been crazy. Anyway, the other day I posted on Instagram about a situation where I way overreacted and got really frustrated about a comment that bio mom's boyfriend made to my stepdaughter and upon some reflection I realized that I was definitely in the wrong and jumping to terrible conclusions and just getting all worked up over really nothing. So it got me to really thinking about my past as a stepmom and just all the things that have changed and all the things that have stayed the same and I just thought maybe I'd talk about that a little bit on here and just I know that we're all in different points of our journey as stepmoms and the kids are at different ages and the bio mom's at a different point and you're at a different point with her or whatever. But I think there are so many things that we all experience. I know some of the feedback I got on that post, it's it's just incredible to me the situations that arise and how similar they can be. So I just wanted to kind of talk about where I've been and how I feel that I've grown years ago. I think now upon reflection and after being able to look back at myself and how I responded to things, I think that I used to want to be mad. It's a weird thing to say, but I would look for reasons to be pissed off. And I think that some of that was maybe resentment or just trying to prove that I wasn't in the wrong and that there were things that were happening that were unfair or, or wrong. The more I thought about it, the more I realized that I was codependent. And I used to think that that meant that you had to depend on somebody, that you were needy. But listening to podcasts on this subject, Jamie Scrimger's actually I learned that being codependent can be needing to focus all of your energy onto something or someone, and I did that. I, everything was the kids and my husband and their mom and, you know, the situation and how they were being raised and what we needed to do for them, and that just consumed my whole life. This was all I thought about. It's all I talked about, and it was my whole focus was them. And at the time, I felt that I was being a good parent. I was being a good step parent. This is what I was supposed to do is prioritize the kids in their life. And I mean, it's good to make kids a priority, but it's not good to make them everything because then you have so much in it. And when you overthink everything and put so much energy into other people and the way they're being raised, then there's too much pressure on it. And you have too many expectations. And it's just your whole life is balancing on these things happening or this coming true or whatever it is. Back then, I was in a job. I was bored. It was new. I was a new stepmom. I was trying to find my place and my role and where I fit and how I mattered. And so that was kind of consuming my every thought and my every move. And now that I'm, you know, I have more things that I'm focusing on. I've spread my attention elsewhere. I'm happier 
in other areas of my life that I can see my role and just our dynamic in a clearer way. And it's not, everything's not as dramatic as I wanted it to be or as I made it. There are things that aren't, you know, the end of the world. There were so many things that I was so worried about happening. And we need to do this now. We need to be proactive. We need to make sure they have somebody to talk to. And this isn't right. And that's not right. And really, at the end of the day, the kids are fine. I'm looking for problems because I want to prove that there's a problem that we need to fix and that we need to get on this now because what are we waiting for, you know? And I, I'm sure I even said those words, but in hindsight, it was me trying to control something or trying to come in and be something that the kids needed. So I was creating situations where they needed me or that I was going to fix it or that I was going to save them. So if you are in that right now and you're feeling like everything is urgent and dramatic and that you need to be the one to fix it. Try to step back and and look at it as the bigger picture. Is this really something for sure that is a problem that needs to be fixed or are you trying to find something to fix? Are you is that what you're making your role? Or is it that you need other things to kind of spread out your focus so that you're not solely spending all of your days and all of your time trying to figure figure out how to make the kids life better because the way that we can make their lives better is to be somebody that they can talk to or somebody that can show them a healthy relationship or somebody you know whatever it is it it you don't have to come save them especially when they have two parents that are functioning and whether you agree with their parenting or not doesn't matter if they love their kids then and they're not you know doing something horrible that they shouldn't be doing to them then you don't need to be saving them that's just going to put more pressure on you it's going to put more stress on your relationship and your family dynamic just try to take a step back take a deep breath and figure out where your energy could better be placed and Just finding that outlet where you can focus all of that energy that doesn't have anything to do with your stepfamily can really take the pressure off and make you happier and then make you happier in your stepfamily because you are just more complete and less dependent on being that person to the kids or resolving all these issues. It's just something I've been kind of thinking about this week is that my role has changed so much. I... I really did think about being the mom and and making the decisions and figuring out how to make things better for the kids for a long time. And now I just, I want to be there for them if they want me to be. I'm more detached and I don't mean that in a negative way. I don't mean that in a, I don't care as much because I do care as much. I care more maybe, Um, but it's been eight years and I've come to accept the fact that they do have two parents and that that is not my role in their life and that it's a lot of responsibility that I just also don't need and they don't need me to be carrying that either. And if they come to me and they need me to be a parent to them for whatever reason, then I will do that. But they don't need that from me. So 
I'm here if they need a reminder about behavior, then I will remind them because there are certain things that I will not let go. You need to be polite. You need to be kind. Those are two things that I just, I can't let slide. But the screen time drives me crazy with my stepson. But you know what? If that's what his parents are going to let him do, then that's their decision. That's not on me. And my boys also have way too much screen time. But you know what? Sometimes you just have to do what you have to do to survive. So instead of judging and trying to step in and thinking about all of the things that could be wrong and research, I mean, Google, I would research everything. So I would research how many hours that he should be on his device. This is what I would have done five years ago. How many hours should he be on his device per day? And then whatever that says, if we are not following that guideline, then we are terrible parents and that everybody involved is horrible and needs to change because this is what I've decided is accurate. And this is what I've decided is going to be the only way that he should be raised. And the rest is just unacceptable. And really, that's not fair. That If somebody came to me now about my biological children and said that, I would just honestly think they were crazy or ridiculous or just completely disregard what they're saying because, yes, sure. Do I know that they shouldn't be looking at screens for too long? Of course. But is that something that I need to decide for myself? Yes. Is that something that somebody else should be coming to me and and coming up with the statistic of what's going to happen and how their lives are not going to be okay and like, it's just, it's very dramatic. And I mean, I know that these statistics may mean something and please don't come at me with all the screen time. Uh, they do other things. It's not like they're sitting there all day, but I know that if you research it, then it's too much. They're over for sure. So I just think that like, those are the things, right? When we're not in the shoes of the mom, then it's very easy to judge every little thing that they're doing hop on your phone, go research it, figure out why it's wrong. And we're looking for the things that are wrong too. We're looking, their clothes don't fit. He hasn't had a haircut. He didn't cut his nails. They haven't showered. They are eating junk food. They're on their screens too much. They're not doing their homework every night. Whatever it is, we'll focus on something because we want to prove that we know how to parent them better or that she's not doing a good job and we'll look for anything. It's always a different thing. Every stepmom has a different thing of what the bio mom's doing wrong, but we're all looking for it, right? I mean, some of you may be better than me and and you never did that and kudos to you. You're a better stepmom than I, but it's, I don't know what it is. If you know what it is, if you know why we do this, please do tell. But I think that it is because of the competition thing, because we think we're stepping into the same role and we are trying to prove that we are better suited for the role than she is. When in reality, this is not a competition. We're the stepmom. She's the mom. It's two different things. And we just need to figure out what our role is instead of trying to fit into the role that we have labeled for ourselves and let go of her. And I'm going to do a podcast about all of that next week. But I just think that letting go of the label that we put on ourselves and trying to prove other things are wrong to fit in it, it's not helping you. It's not helping your family, your partner, the kids, and just being able to let go and 
see what really matters and how you can really help the kids if that's what you want to do or how you can be a support to your partner if that's what you want to do or if you just don't want to be that involved with the kids and figure out what that looks like, you know, like it doesn't need to be you don't need to bring somebody else down to fit in your family because you're you're here for a reason. And just being able to accept that and not needing to replace somebody or knock somebody else out or, you know, fix anything or prove yourself in any way. You don't need to do that. You just getting to know all of the members and developing organic relationships with each person. That's how you're going to fit. That's how you're going to feel like you're at home in your home and how you're going to feel comfortable around everyone because just jumping in and trying to feel like the mom and trying to force something that isn't working is not helping you. So, I mean, that's something that I find the closer I get to the kids, the more I feel connected to the kids each individually, the more I feel like these are my kids. These is, this is my family, you know, I'm not their mom, but they are my kids. And it doesn't have to mean that I'm going to save them from the cruel world or I'm going to teach them everything there is to know or I'm going to make their lives better or parent them better. It doesn't mean any of that. It means that they are two kids that I adore and that I'm going to be there for in whatever way they need me to be there for them. Holy, I'm so emotional today. Um... I don't know if you can hear it or if that just sounded crazy, but <laughs> um, yeah, so that's all I wanted to say. I just thought that I would get in here and just talk about those things that I've been thinking about that, how far that we really do come if we want to and how much easier things get, you know, like, I don't even know the last time that we had a spat with the kid's mom or the last time that I really had like days of thinking about how irritated I was or that, you know, we have to sort this out. We have to get into this and that text war, the, the emails or whatever, like that used to happen so often. I would say we wouldn't go two weeks without some sort of exchange. And now never, it never happens anymore. And it's, probably a lot to do with the fact that we've moved on to worry about other things and that we can accept accept things for what they are and we're not going to be the same and we're not going to change each other she's not going to change the way we do things we're not going to change the way she does things and that's fine the kids are incredible we don't need to worry about changing anything and sure do they sometimes behave in ways that I think this is unacceptable they shouldn't be behaving like this of course but do my kids also do that? My biological kids? Yes, they do. So kids will be kids. And the less we focus on the fact that this is because of her, this is because of the other home, this is because they don't teach them properly or they don't do this, they don't do that. Then we start focusing more and more on how angry we are and how we wish that they would just do these things because that would be good parenting and that would prove that I don't know what we're better we're better than her so stop trying to prove that you're better it's it's not ever going to be worth it you're never going to feel like you've done it you know you know you know that you're doing a good job you know that you're 
in a good place, then you don't need to worry about proving that she's not as good as you or that she's doing things wrong. And honestly, you're never going to get there. You're never going to prove whatever you're trying to prove. So just trying to let it go and figuring out what you're passionate about, how you can better spend your energy to make yourself happier to the point where these things aren't going to bother you as much. And like I said, the other day I got super mad. I was furious. I pulled my husband into the garage and I just let him know how furious I was. But that bout of frustration lasted me maybe 30 minutes before I was like, okay, you need to slow your roll here. Like, why are you so mad? It really isn't this big a deal. If this was somebody else, would you be thinking this way? No. So why are you responding like this? Like, relax. And just started looking into the facts and it made it so much better. So I have grown because that would not have gone down that quickly years ago. So, and it also would have been a fight. I would have brought it back to them so that we could have it out. And why? 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 I would have looked ridiculous. So I'm glad that I didn't. I'm glad that that is no longer my first response and that I don't feel the need to go there anymore and that I can realize that there are things that I'm doing that are on me to resolve and that I need to do better. So anyway, the next time I record will probably be after the kids leave, but I will try to do it before then so that I can get a non-emotional episode in between emotional ones. I hope you guys all have had a great week and have a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Step Struggles. If you are wanting to discuss what you're struggling with, I do offer step family coaching at strugglingstepmom.com. I'm also always open to chat on Instagram at the struggling stepmom. If you would like to weigh in on our struggle of the week, give me a follow and watch for the question box in my stories. Thanks again and talk to you guys next Friday.